The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. After weeks of anticipation, we're now hours away from the royal wedding. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle tie the knot tomorrow. 6.30, Chad will be carrying the ceremony commercial-free from 5 to 6 a.m. with continued coverage through the Alberta Morning News. And on that note, we welcome Global Edmonton producer and member of the Monarchist League, Ashley Weeb, to talk to us all things royal wedding. Ashley, thanks for joining me. Well, thanks for having me. I really liked the intro music. <laughs> you know what? It almost I, I almost couldn't read your intro because I was standing at attention. I wasn't sure what the right por- protocol was. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ashley, I have to ask, or, uh, before we go any further, uh, what is the Monarchist League? So the Monarchist League is a nonprofit organization that is sort of the national patriotic society supporting Canada's constitutional monarchy. So lot of education and advocacy that goes along with that. Just um, reminding Canadians that we are part of the constitutional monarchy and, and how they can get in and support the Queen and the family and, and the royal initiatives here in Canada. Well, that's a far more serious answer than I was anticipating. So I kind of pictured that it was a, a group of people who just wait for days like this weekend to roll around. Oh, we definitely wait for days like this weekend to roll around. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about it. Um, a royal wedding is a pretty special thing, uh, whether you're a royal follower or not. Um, is this royal wedding, I, I mean, what makes this royal wedding different from previous royal weddings, if anything at all? Quite a few things. Uh, I mean, the last royal wedding, big royal wedding we saw was uh, Prince William and Kate in 2011. That was a big state occasion. Prince William is heir to the throne. Uh, this one is more smaller. It's considered a, a private family wedding, and uh, it's still going to be obviously the pomp and circumstance that the royals do so well. And I think so many of us remember Prince Harry being that little boy walking behind his mother's coffin when she died. Mm-hmm. And we've always, so many of us have, have, have had a soft spot in our hearts for him because of that. So I think it will be a very special day for so many people who, who remember that image. Do you know, Ashley, I probably should have told you off the top of the show that the depth and breadth of my knowledge uh, when it comes to the royals, uh, beyond my mother being a member of the uh, Imperial Order Daughters of the Empire, she's a war bride, uh, the depth of my knowledge is watching The Crown, and I'm only on season one. So I, I understand for some people this is a huge event, and I gather that tradition, as you just mentioned, is very important. Uh, are we stepping away from any traditions for this wedding, as far as you know? Oh, I think there's a few traditions that are going by the wayside, and that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. We've seen so many of these young royals come along and try and modernize the monarchy. Of course, um, Meghan Markle's father won't be walking her down the aisle tomorrow. Um, She will walk down the nave, the first part of the church, by herself, and then Prince Charles is actually going to meet her and walk her through the choir up to the aisle to meet Prince Harry. So that's something a little different, not something that we... We usually see. Well, before you tell me another, let me ask you about that specific point, because again, and perhaps it's just my ignorance, but 
Um, when I heard that news this morning, so that, of course, would be Harry's father, who's going to walk the bride down, I thought to myself, well, that might have been a missed opportunity because when a father's not available, which is the case here, the mother often fills in, and that would have meant a black woman walking a bride down the aisle for a royal wedding. That would have been a first, wouldn't it have? That would have been huge. Not the first mother, um, first black mother, yes. Queen Victoria walked her daughters down the aisle, um, so that's not really anything different. But I imagine Meghan Markle's mother may be as important of a day as it is, knowing millions of people are going to be watching, maybe a little bit nervous. <laughs> sure. Um, maybe she didn't want to have that sort of spotlight put on her. And uh, I think this is a nice way, as it, as it said in the release that Kensington Palace sent out this morning, it's a nice way for Prince Charles to welcome his new daughter-in-law into the family. Absolutely. So I'm sorry I stopped you there because I was just curious about that one point. But what are some of the other ways in which tradition is not being followed? Uh, I just think a, a celebrity marrying into the royal family is not something that we've really seen. Um, she's divorced. In, even 20, 30 years ago, we never would have seen that happen. You look at the abdication crisis that happened when Wallace Simpson married into the family and that changed the course of history. The queen probably never would have been the queen had that's, that not happened. That's true. And there was Margaret, of course, who ended up, did she not marry a divorced servant? Yeah, there was a little bit of controversy with her marriage as well. And I, I think that she would have been happy to see this happening, happy to see these changes happening, but disappointed at the same time that uh, she wasn't afforded the same courtesy in her lifetime. Mm -hmm. You know, it is interesting uh, just how enthusiastic, yourself included, some people are about this and how completely unfazed uh, others are as well. Um, but everything, every detail of this wedding, if you're a royal follower, is something you eagerly anticipate from dress to, to cake to to guest list, and, and it seems like the uh, royal family or their representatives put this information out either in dribs and drabs or, you know, at the last minute. Is there a reason for that? I, I think well, I think there's probably a few reasons. One, maybe a decision hasn't been made just yet, and two, to not, not give it away all at once, to keep a little bit of surprise and suspense going. I know I'm looking forward to those little details more than anything tomorrow. I want to see what she's wearing. I want to see what the guests are wearing, uh, who did make the guest list cut and who didn't. I, I think those are the most interesting details. And the royal family does grand events so well. No matter what you think of them, you have to give them props. Anytime that there is a big event, it is perfect. Yeah, you're right there. Now, we live in a different world than we did you know, for the last wedding and the weddings before that, security's got to be an issue for this wedding as well. Do you know what precautions have been taken? I know that security has been sort of in Windsor for the past few weeks, just doing sweeps and scoping out things, um, lots of security around town, even on the waterways. The Thames goes right through Windsor, so they have on, on boats patrolling. And I'm sure there's lots of plainclothes officers as well that are going to be walking amongst the crowds tomorrow. Uh, I have been to Windsor, and I know that they have these big pillars set up, so it's hard for cars to be able to drive through the crowds. And I know that that has been such a big concern, especially in Europe lately. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and here in 
Edmonton as well. Um, all right, so what are you looking for in the wedding tomorrow? You mentioned that some of those details are the things that you look for, whose dress she's wearing and that kind of thing. As a royal watcher, is there, I mean, are you looking at the vow? Do we know what the vows will sound like? Do we know the details of where they go after the um, ceremony? You know, I'm, I'm guessing not a community hall for the dance. I mean, <laughs> what happens after the ceremony? Well, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what she will wear. Um, again, a little bit different being a second wedding for her, and but still being on such a grand occasion. Uh, I'm very inter- interested to see what she wears, if she wears a tiara. Um, usually royal brides do. I have heard that there's a good chance she will wear this Strathmore Rose tiara, which was given to the Queen Mother on her wedding day. It hasn't been seen in about 60 or 70 years. She stopped wearing it. Mm-hmm. So that's the big thing for me. I can't wait to see what that looks like. After the ceremony, they're going to do a carriage ride through Windsor so they can see the crowds and, and kind of wave to everybody who's been camped out for the past few days waiting for this wedding. Then they head over to St. George's Hall, which is in Windsor Castle. It's an amazing building, and they're having uh, sort of a luncheon for most of their guests. And then after that, they'll take a break, maybe have a nap, I'm not sure, uh, get changed and head to a reception that's being held on the Windsor grounds. It's in a place called Frogmore, and that's a, a private reception being hosted by Prince Charles. And I would, of, I would imagine you that's and not... I would have at our wedding. Right. Just a little less fancy. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine most of this, but not that, is televised? Yes, it's all televised except for the reception part. And uh, I think it was mentioned during the news that the global coverage tomorrow begins at 2.30 and we'll have it right up until that final procession uh, at, uh, after the wedding. Okay. So last question for you, Ashley. Um Typically, and specifically in recent years, there's almost always some sort of controversy associated um, with an event like this. Has there been controversy with this one? I think so. I think very from the very beginning of the relationship, there has been controversy. I don't see that going away tomorrow. Um, between her being, again, an, an American actress, a divorced person marrying into the royal family... And just everything that happened with her family, which is unfortunate. We all have those people, I'm sure, in our families that like to turn the attention on themselves. And we've seen that with her half-sister and her half-brother and her father. Well, now, I I heard the story of her father, uh, you know, doing some kind of media avail while he got ready for the wedding. What what was the story with her half-brother, half-sister? They have been very vocal in expressing how they feel about their half-sister. Uh, they're not big fans of her. They say that she's kind of abandoned the family, and uh, she's not a very nice person. Her brother actually released a, a letter a few weeks ago telling Prince Harry it's not too late to call it off, and you probably should because she is a horrible human being. Wow. So <laughs> that, that wasn't a very nice thing to do. Yeah, I thought it was controversy when my best man had one too many before the service. That's uh, that's pretty bad. All right. Uh, well, it sounds like this is the weekend for you, Ashley. I'm very happy for you. I know you're going to enjoy it. Um, will you be watch? Where will you be watching it from? I'm actually going to be at home tomorrow. I have a few friends that have decided they're coming over tonight and and setting up an air mattress in my living room. And uh, we've got some champagne and cake and scones going, so it'll be a good time. And if 
somebody is out there and wants to follow along, I will be live tweeting all morning, sort of my thoughts on, on how the day is going. Can, can my wife join you at all? If she would like to come, we have lots of room. That would be excellent because the plan right now apparently is for her to go to bed early and wake, well, and get up at whatever time, which I know is going to wake me up because that woman is noisy. And I, I have zero interest in this. I, I, you know, I'm interested in what you had to say to us today, but I have zero interest in getting up for anything that doesn't involve, involve a gold medal. Yes, no, I know. For me, it just—it's definitely sports and royals. Those are the things I get up early for. <laughs> nice, Ashley. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk, and uh, happy royal wedding. Thank you. <laughs> 322 here on the 630 Chet Afternoon News. We're almost an hour and a half into the show, and I forgot to tell you, Jay Lynn's not here today. Nobody's asked. It was like yesterday when she took off at 5 o'clock. Nobody asked. Uh, she'll be back on Tuesday. We have a best of show for Monday lined up. And then uh, Jalen and I and I will be uh, reunited. I don't know if you can say that after only one day and one hour of absence. But we'll be together again Tuesday at 2. Dustin's my in-studio producer today. Hey, Dustin, we never talk, you and I. We haven't, no. And, and I was told, and I think Kellen, who comes in, what, in about an hour, and he takes over the show from you? Yeah. He yesterday I asked him. I said I've got Ashley Weeb coming on to talk about the royal wedding, and I know nothing about it. And and uh, you know I don't want to imply that I don't care or that I that I don't think others care. I know lots of people care about this, right? Um, so I did want to give it some time this afternoon, and I did. But I said to Kellen, I don't really know anything about the wedding, so I wouldn't even know what to ask. And he said, Well, Dustin will be operating the show, and he's a huge royal fan. And I asked you before the show, and you said no. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan, but I've been to Windsor Castle and okay. the big tourist landmarks. Sure. But yeah, I wouldn't call me a huge fan. I don't know where he got that from. Well, I think he was setting me up for a fall here. So will you be watching the Royal Wedding? I will. I'll be here, actually, because we'll be carrying it live. You're kidding me. Yeah. How'd you draw that short straw? I don't know. Were you going to be here anyway? Like that's your regular shift? Yeah, just a, just a little bit earlier. All right. I feel like I should know more about you, and I don't, so I apologize for that. At least I knew your name. That's great. That's a good start, I think. <laughs> and I know you're not a huge royal fan now, but you do keep an eye on them. Did you know what today is? What's today? You know how every day is some national something? All right. Uh, turns out today is National No Dirty Dishes Day. Oh. Yep, yep. So I don't know how you intend to celebrate it tonight. You get off at 3.30, that's it, you're done? Yeah. Okay, well, keep this in mind. Uh, today is National No Dirty Dishes Day. So the idea is you're supposed to eat your meal tonight with your hands. So whatever meal you can prepare that won't require using dishes at all. And uh, in honor of the holiday, there was a new survey that asked the 10 most popular foods that you can order and eat without uh, any need for dishes. And to be honest with you, uh, I find it a little um, upsetting because the suggestion would be that you don't normally eat these. Okay. But this reads like my diet. Like this is, I live the life of a 10-year-old at a birthday party, basically. But so here's the list. If you want to celebrate National No Dirty Dishes Day, uh, pizza, french fries, chicken wings, tacos, burgers, fried chicken, uh, mozzarella sticks, burritos, egg rolls, and hot dogs. It's all the basics, yeah. Do you know what I had for supper last night? What's that? A piece of pizza, two hot dogs, and I uh, followed it up with an ice cream. <laughs> Seriously, it's like I'm celebrating some kid's birthday every night. Uh, hey, well, Dustin, do you play hockey at all? I don't, no. Mm. Do you watch it? 
Yes. We're going to find a common thread, you and I. Okay. I, I only have another hour what, with you, and but we're going to find something, you and I, that we have in common. I don't play hockey either, so we have that in common. But I'm told, and uh, I'm always happy to bring our listeners uh, information they can really use. I'm told that it's often hard for these pickup teams, uh, you know, the beer league teams and the and the whatever teams, you know, the the, the guys who just like to get together, uh, you know, whatever, and uh, play a game of shinny or whatever they call it, uh, that it's oftentimes a problem when they can't find a goalie. And I can imagine that's true because it's probably a lot easier to pick up a guy who has a pair of skates or for somebody to borrow equipment. But goalie's a pretty specialized position and the equipment's pretty specialized. So there's an app been developed. It's called the Puck App. And I really recommend if you're on a team um, that has found itself in a position of not having a goalie at the last minute that you take a look at this app. As I say, it's called the Puck App. It has a roster of about 3,500 on-call goalies across Canada. It's operational in Edmonton, Calgary, Winnipeg, Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto, and Ottawa. It's up and running. Um, When you need a goalie for a team, and that could be beer league, shinny hockey, whatever, you download the app at www.puckapp.ca and you select the city you need, the skill level you want, the rink and the time, and then it just pushes a notification to everyone who's registered as a goalie. And if they're able to make it, they just, like an Uber, they just go, yep, and you can find out how long they'll be until they get there, but they'll come in, put your uh, uniform on, use their equipment, and they'll uh, net mine for you. Uh, The app costs $40, though, you should know this, to rent the goalie. So if you, you, the app is free, but if you actually rent the goalie, 40 buck. So, and the reason for that is the player himself gets uh, between 25 and $35 of that. So hopefully you're still an amateur at that point. Um, and the rest goes to the uh, people who run the app. So most people who've used it so far say it works really, really well. And they don't mind the $40 cost because some leagues will charge a fee if a team has to forfeit a game because they can't field the goalie. So you're saving money doing this. So for all you beer league people out there, you want this app, you really do, www.puckapp.ca, 40 bucks to rent a goalie. Should I say something about the Oilers? No, let's just leave it at that. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.